You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. You guys are staying safe and healthy out there. Uh, today, Travis Huff joins us all the way from sunny, sunny California. Um, so thank you for being on here. So for those listening, make sure you're following us on all platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and definitely check out our YouTube page. Um, going to be transparent. I want to grow the YouTube page. So check us out. All the episodes are on there. Um, so subscribe. Uh, get those notifications going on. Every Tuesday, we drop those episodes. So watch out for that page. All right. So, uh, Mr. Travis, you are a CEO of Real Time uh, Outsource, right? Uh, yes, sir. Author, podcaster, father. So if you could just introduce yourself, you could uh, speak more about um, what you do. Uh, Absolutely. You get there and we'll get it rolling. Absolutely, guys. So it's a pleasure to be on the show. Everybody does eat right now. And we uh, you need to keep that mentality right now during these times because we're all going through something a little different. You know, I mean, we didn't expect this. And uh, so a little bit about my story. I've always been an entrepreneur, someone that's had uh, Paperboy, uh, Lemonade stands, sold stuff out of the garage, just always found my way to make money. I loved uh, taking that money and, 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 and buying baseball cards. As you can see, I'm a collector, uh, collected these autographs, actually sent these autographs out to these individuals from Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods. You can see George Foreman, Joe Namath. I mean, some of the greatest people are out here and on my four walls. But So I've always been a collector, right? So, but you got to have money to collect, right? So I, you know, you got to get the paper route, wake up early in the mornings when you're a seventh grader, deliver those papers, get those extra tips from the people, uh, learn customer service because some of the ladies like their paper right up against the door. And if you did that, they give you a $20, $30 tip at Christmas. And so <laughs> you learn these little things as a kid, even at seven, seventh grade, um, uh, you know, that, that, you know, you don't see yourself as a business owner, but you know that that is the tenacity that you're going to need to be a business owner. And so uh, now, uh, fast forward, uh, you know, to 2020, um, I've had a great career, man. I, I got a chance, uh, went to Fresno State, shout out to Fresno State, uh, up and coming athletic program, but great college of, of business there. I uh, got a master, uh, BS in uh, a bachelor's of science in uh, marketing. Um, and you know what, at the end of the day, I, it was one of those things that I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I, I, a lot of people probably have that right now. They're getting a degree and they don't know exactly what they want to do. But I did do a number of internships my, my, my junior and senior year. And I kind of realized, hey, you know what? Uh, my father was in accounting. He really wanted me to be that. But I said, hey, you know, I love advertising. I love marketing. Come up with these campaigns, uh, running them. And so I, I, my goal was I was trying to find a job in Fresno, which is a very small community. Um, in media and marketing. And so I, I started approaching all these, uh, you know, different businesses and I literally got a, a blessed in an opportunity to work for ABC television, uh, the Walt Disney company, one of the greatest companies on earth. As you know, if you believe in magic, you get know, someone's drawing now owns ESPN and all these brands and star Wars franchises and the list goes on. The point is, uh, the, you know, it, it was just a great opportunity, you know, cause to work for a corporate company, to see how it is from the insider. Uh, and, and it taught me a lot about the business of advertising and how to work with agencies and what they're looking for. And, uh, we was also in the pinnacle because I was working from 2005 to 2009. And as you know, what happened in 2009, uh, 
started seeing tons of my clients go out of business, uh, cancellations, lots of contracts lost, media uh, recouped, meaning they take it out of your paycheck because the, 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 can't, the client's not paying. And so uh, learned some hard lessons too, but I was literally sitting down at a Starbucks with a friend. And this is the best thing to remember, folks, anyone that's listening is the best idea sometimes happen when you just listen, right? So sitting down at a Starbucks with a friend and he says, hey, you know, people are gonna need their Facebook pages managed. And this is in uh, just just shy of, uh, of 2009, uh, November of 2008. And I was like, dude, this is a great idea. I need to start putting together a PowerPoint, saving a little money. Uh, and eventually in June of 2009, we started the business with our very first check. Uh, remember this entrepreneurs out there, you're not an entrepreneur if you can't get a check, a Venmo, a PayPal, however you're getting that money. Remember, if you can't get one check, you can't get 500 checks. You can't get 1,000 checks. You get, can't get 10,000 checks. So if you can't get one, you can't get two. And, and once you get one, it's easier to get two, three, four, five, because you can use that as a testimonial. You can say, hey, I'm working with this customer. I'm working with that customer, as you know. So it really started as a bootstrap model, which I think some of the best businesses are. Uh, a bootstrap model, um, and we literally have now 11 years, I've been doing the same thing. I mean, time and time again, our number one request, we just are launching a few different campaigns this week, um, is Facebook and now Instagram. As you know, Instagram is the new popular asset owned by Facebook, but they want both because you want to have that local presence on the Facebook, and then you also want to have the IG because it is the popular trending network, but Facebook still dominates in a local marketplace, and um, and guys, I'm, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm going to give you guys some, some wins you guys can do today on the show uh, with your Facebook page to get more engagement, to get more love in your feed, and also at the end of the day to stay more relevant. Because as you know, over those 11 years, guys, I've seen the algorithms change. I've seen things, crazy things, amount of things happen uh, to the pages, positive and negative. You yeah. know, um, the negative is the algorithm change and, you know, the organic reach that you got went down. Um, the, the positives are you had these inbox messages and you had all these new avail, uh, offers and availabilities to make sales right on Facebook. And now you got Facebook shops, which I don't know if you guys have heard about, but yeah. that's the new big behemoth coming from Facebook folks and learn about it. Go to Facebook shops, learn about it, go to Google. You can literally take your business and services and sell them right on Facebook and, uh, and no credit card needed. Just, I mean, it's going to be tied to your Facebook credit, you know, account that you have in your Facebook. And so it's going to be seamless. Uh, and a great way in these times of COVID for Facebook to support businesses, um, partnering with great companies like Shopify and, and things like that, because everyone needs to, if they are not right now, I mean, if they, you know, some people are, are thinking about, oh, well, my business is only online. Okay, great. That's, you've always been winning, but a lot of businesses have always been brick and mortar. Think about it. The yeah. hair salons, everything, even the bars, like the bars are changing. So if you're a bar, you need to take your, you need to take your favorite drink and you need to sell the mix so that people can turn up at their house with your yeah. favorite drink. I see it happening. I see people doing it. You can't yeah. be in business, but you can still have people come pick up these drink packs of your favorite top, your top, you know, top sellers. Boom. You can still saw, be making money. I saw Gary Vee make it, uh, uh, say that as a tip. Um, one of his clips, I think he was talking to a family that owned like a dumpling shop. So he mm. said if they want to grow, what they could do is pretty much sell packets of the mix of like how to make your own dumplings so along true. with like videos and tutorials about like, this is how you make the dumpling. So he yes. was like, obviously it won't be like people will grow an affinity for it and like it. And, but they would still want to go to the store. Even if they buy the pack, they'll want to go to the store to get it like uh, Absolutely. originally done. Right. 
Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, once, once things get back to normal, I mean, you can go to the store, but also the benefit, like you said too, is now you're able to actually distribute your stuff out to people that maybe are not in your local area. So yeah. now your restaurant is out sending stuff out with dry ice to people in from Fresno to Chicago, let's just say, or Fresno to New Mexico uh, because of the internet and because maybe possibly you went viral or we get you, you worked with an influence or you did digital ads. You can obviously do Facebook ads and you can run targeted ad campaigns. People like certain things, like you said, dumplings and it's in their profile. I love dumplings. Yeah. Run your freaking restaurant ads to these people on a Shopify account or on your website. I mean, and it's that simple. And, and, and th that's the way you have to think right now. Um, and a lot of businesses, my man, are trying to figure out a way to go digital. Even Walmart. I mean, just think of the biggest companies. Yeah. Think of the biggest companies. Um, Walmart's done a pretty good job. They got Mark Lore through Jet.com. He's one of the smartest entrepreneurs on, on the internet. Uh, started Diapers.com and some of these crazy, real uh, niche businesses. And I was actually listening to a video this week, and I, I want to share this with your, with your folks today, is that he said... You don't have to think of a new idea. Take anything that you buy. Take anything you buy. And can you make it better? Can you make the experience better? Do you buy pizza? Okay, can you make it hotter, fresher, faster? Can you? Yeah. And if you can, you probably have a whole new pizza company that could beat Domino's and that could beat everybody. If you could deliver it faster, hotter, better. Yeah. You know, and so it's funny. And, and that's what he did with diapers.com uh, is he just basically went and bought diapers on Costco. We all could do that and sold them on the internet mm. at a margin, you know, and then he did the same thing with jet.com too, as well, uh, where Walmart purchased that company. So, but I think the biggest companies in the world guys are trying to figure out digital, you yeah. know, cause Amazon's eating lunch. Yeah, Amazon's eating everyone's lunch. Amazon is, Amazon is literally sucking at least two purchases a week out of every consumer in the world. Yeah. I mean, that has it, you know, they, and, and I was going to say that they changed the whole industry too. Like, um, I was talking with Edom cause we also, not only the podcast, we also have a, a clothing line. So, right. um, whenever we have to deliver, uh, we had a meeting like last week and I was telling Edom like Amazon really changed the whole game of delivery, you know, period, because not everyone wants their products in two days. Two day shipping, bro. Like that's my team. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. like the new thing. It's like everyone wants this. In in uh in, in China, they have one hour, one dollar in one hour shipping. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, when you think Alibaba has figured that out. I mean, so and they have the more uh you know dense population, infrastructure, etc. But when you that's where we're going. We yeah. want as fast as possible for one buck. Exactly. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> if you really I mean, think hey, about soon, it. Um, again, I think uh, there's a company um, I, I invest in where they're, they make drones and essentially they're supposed to partner with a delivery company to, um, they, they didn't announce who, but they're supposed to partner with either like, you know, Amazon or FedEx, one of those like uh, delivery companies so they can get, you know, your one day shipping or, you know, yes. couple hours shipping and things like that. So right. um, that's, that's going to be the future. You know, trying nice. to get yeah, trying to get products there sooner. But I wonder. I think I feel like drones. I wonder if, um, you know, if if more people have access to drones, does that mean that you know, does that increase the competition? You know what I'm saying? Like now, 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 like if I have a store online, maybe I can instead of going to the postal office, you know, I can yeah. use my drone to try and deliver it. So, totally. I mean, yeah. I think everyone's gonna have their own. Uh, well, think about this. Once your cars are automated. 
once your Tesla can go out and run errands for you, you could literally just have your Tesla out driving and dropping stuff off. That's true. And just have some sort of alert system where the customer just comes out outside and picks it up. That's true. I mean, I think that's what's going to happen. Contactless delivery. I mean, everyone wants that anyways, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> hey, everyone wants that shit anyway. So I think, I think if you really fast forward, I mean, where Tesla's positioned and with automation and self-driving, that is what's probably going to happen for everybody. And so then you, if you own a Tesla, could out be delivering packages or delivering whatever the hell you want, whatever. And I think everybody, Uber, um, as Uber has talked about with Uber Eats uh, being a big saving grace for them, you know, because yeah. the drive business is down so big. But they're talking about getting into everything, you know, yeah. anything you want delivered. So Uber is going to be possibly delivering your Amazon packages. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think that there's going to, that's where you create the dollar the dollar for one hour is you have so many drivers, so many vehicles that are driving and, and the infrastructure is just available. So, I mean, as it is now, obviously, as we know, guys, we got to either pay the prime membership or you're going to pay shipping, but it's still, no matter what you say, we're still so blessed to be able to get something in one day, two days, three days. I mean, that's a blessing. I mean, okay. it, it's unbelievable. 100%. Um, and without technology guys, we would not be surviving this pandemic. I mean, we would, this shit, we wouldn't have Zoom. Zoom, all the businesses would be gone for Zoom. We wouldn't have technology to talk to our families and friends and FaceTime. We wouldn't have the availability to get food and Amazon and packages and Uber Eats and all this shit. I mean, that's just a few, let alone the entertainment, Netflix, YouTube, learning, all the stuff we talk about. I mean, and you do with your device that if we didn't have tech right now in 2020 going through this dang pandemic, Maybe, we would be up shit creek, different. dude. We would be up shit creek, dude. So... <laughs> Thank God for all people in tech, as much people, as much as they hate them, be thankful and thankful for that. Because trust me, we would be up shit Creek without a, bat a paddle if we didn't have it. Definitely. Definitely. So what would you see um, in, in terms, you say you've been doing, you know, managing Facebook for 11 years, pretty much. Facebook yes. So what would you say is the future of that industry? Uh, yeah, I mean, at absolutely. this point. Absolutely. I mean, I think with Facebook specifically, the shops is the big win, right? So shopping commerce you're going to see that on instagram too because they own instagram you're going to see you're going to see shopping and commerce happening i mean it's for sure happening and it's not only going to be able to so you can make some extra revenue right because we always want more revenue from the social media thing i've been doing this for 11 years clients always want more revenue from this thing dude we sell swimming pools and direct messages in 2000 <laughs> in 2011 or 2010 we sold a mercedes with on a client on the east coast in direct message through chat, uh, um, sorry, comments, you know, commenting back and forth at that time and then email because they didn't have the inbox message at that time for pages. So we, I mean, commerce has been happening the whole time, but this just makes it easier and faster where the customers can do it on their own. You know, you don't have to be kind of pushing them. You can be like, Hey, we have a cool shop. If you want to, you know, buy dumplings online, buy them anytime you want, they're available. And the way you incentivize them to do the shop, right. is just using coupons and incentives. So you're using yeah coupons. Hey, we're going to send you your first one free. Uh, you know, it sounds crazy, but you get someone the first thing and they like it, they're going to probably get the second, you know? Um, yeah, you're going to get a, a certain amount of people that are just going to try it one time, but, uh, it's amazing. The more you give, the more you get folks. And as you know that, so the things I think, th think I, I could really see happening, selling gift cards. That's a really big one. Um, certificates, gift cards. It's another way to just stabilize your business right now. We all have inventory. We all have our own personal services. If you're a, in a business like mine, you have a team that we've got, we've taken some hits on our, on our, on our business. We'll talk about that. But 
So we have capacity for new clients, right? So I could be aggressive with my gift cards and offerings. I could say, hey, for 500 bucks, I'll give you a whole annual campaign. Or um, if you're a pizzeria that's been struggling or a bar that's struggling, come up with your favorite mix of cocktail and sell it for half off just to get the revenue. Blow it out, you know, sell out of this stuff. Um, the second thing you can really do, and I think that you guys are seeing that, is live. Um, yeah. More and more people are going live on IG. More and more people are going live on Facebook. It's a way to talk to the customers. It's a way to stay in front of the customers. Um, the way I've been going live, guys, you guys are probably going to laugh about this, is uh, every Saturday night, which tonight's Saturday night, I have created Club Quarantine for my friends on Facebook, and I go put a wig on, put some cool glasses on, and I DJ. Uh, I've always loved DJing, uh, just for me and my wife, and uh, just a fun way of kind of spreading love and let other people listen to music and stuff like that, and it's created its own little thing. I never thought I would be going live that way. I thought I'd be going live on an, on an Instagram. I've d done a few of the IG lives. And we've got a few coming up here too, where you do, it's kind of like this. It's just on yeah. IG live, but it's amazing. The, the different ways people are using live yeah, um, definitely. as a great way to just talk to you and tell your story. And, and remember this, how many people are watching it live does not matter as much as this. You created the content and then it hits the feed and more people see it after than just the live. Cause as you know, people are busy. They didn't see you live. They were working. They were at the gym. I was doing this. I was shopping at the grocery store with the mask on and that's the only place I can shop these days and out here in Cali. So, you know, whatever, you know, it, the point is people are busy, but you do the live and then it hits the feed and many more people see it. I mean, that's true. Yeah. things, I mean, some of the lives that might be like at any given time, 20, 30 people watching live on some of my stuff. And then, it hits the feed and it'll go from four or 500 people will see it views wise. You know what I mean? And then lots of comments and stuff after because people it hits the feed. So as you know, that's a, a real critical factor. And then reaching out for reviews right now, folks, I think the reviews are such an under uh, thought about thing. Uh, you know, uh, we actually two years ago went and actually got into the business of reviews uh, by our customers asking us, Hey, T Huff, can you help us with the reviews? You know, we just need a software to do it easily. So we have a software. It's called Real-Time Reputation. Um, but anyone out there can literally just ask their friends for reviews. You know, you can literally just email a customer and say, hey, you know what? I really appreciate your business. Um, times are tough right now. Um, reviews are important to us. Would you mind giving us a review? And see where it goes, you know? Like, I always say keep it simple first and then have the next email be more detailed of like the copy and paste. Like, hey, go exactly here, go exactly there. A lot of times you'll see um, everyone asks for everything right up front. And a lot of times you'll, you'll just delete that. You mm. know what I mean? When you ask for everything up front and, and you haven't kind of opted in, do I really want to give you a review? Hey, you know what? Hey, uh, hey guys, would you, you know, I asked you, Hey, would you guys give me a review? You say yes. Then I hit you with, Hey, go here, go here, go here. That's copy and pasted. That's more templated out. That's my opinion. I mean, that's just, What's, what works for me in email, especially, is being very personal in the first message, and then you can go template from there. You know what I mean? Then you can go copy and paste, um, as well as on our inbound when we have people asking us questions, we do the same thing um, to see if, there's, if they're vetting them. You know, if you don't respond back to me, why am I going to have you on my podcast? You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, hey, we'd love to have you on our show. Can you send me a photo? Or uh, where's, the, where's their favorite place to connect on social? If they don't respond to me to that, why am I going to have you on the show? Because I get on an inbound, and I'm sure you guys too, constant, uh, these you know, people that are public relations firms or people that are trying to book guests on their show, and it's usually just a templated message that I feel like they're getting to me. 
you know? And so yeah. if I respond to you and then you don't say nothing back, then I know it's kind of like my betting. It's, it's also how I, I bet my team. Hmm. So quite often guys, I'll get people that say, Hey, I'm looking for a job, looking for an opportunity. And then I'll start asking them a series of questions. If you don't respond back to me with those questions, which is just simple stuff, you don't want the job. Yeah. So many people just blast out jobs everywhere. You know, there's so easy to just CC a million email addresses and just send them all out. But it's if, not genuine. Yeah. And it's not genuine. And then you'll find guys is that the best people are the ones that respond. Yeah. The ones that respond back in a timely manner, they get back to you. That's been my best team members. Yeah. And so I use that as a strategic for vetting yeah. on my, on my, on my, if you want to call it HR or team is that, yeah. Hey, if you're getting back to me on a few emails within a day or two, you're going to be good. And I'm, I'm looking forward to working with you. I'm going to get you some projects if I can and uh, test you with a few projects and then we'll scale up, you know? So, but those are some things and then reviews. And then as you guys know, TikTok, TikTok's the one that's, you know, you can go viral. Anyone today with the right dance, the right video, the right music, the right editing, the right, whatever. I just had it was on a, with a guest, uh, his, one of his videos, he got, you know, he's doing good 5,000 views. This, all of a sudden, 2.6 million views on one of his videos. Mm. Same editing, same yeah. shit. It's just that one hit the message hit, you yeah. know? And so TikTok's one that there's a lot of organic opportunities there. Um, creating content, there's really, there's no, what's the word? There's no, uh, no pressure. It's a fun platform. You just, you create content and, and you, you absorb content. And, uh, and then lastly, I think digital ads and, and social ads are at a great value right now, guys. Um, you guys obviously may have seen in the news or not, you know, Google, Facebook ads down big time in the last few months because small businesses, if they're not able to be open, they're canceling their contract. That means we've lost business big time in our agency, probably 30 to 35% at least um, at some point, 50%, but we've, we're working to get new deals and we have, you know, so we're kind of leveraging the new opportunities as well to, to not be as bad, you know, but yeah. we're having whole industries out guys. I mean, all we, we work with the water park clients, they're all gone. I mean, the water parks are done all year work with restaurants and bars. They're done, dude. I mean, what, how can you open a nightclub right now? I mean, yeah. you have to, you have to think differently. Um, you have to survive, you know, if you're in those industries, because it's just, you, you're, you, you have a lot of fixed costs. Unlike maybe me where I'm sitting in my office right now at my house. That's true. <laughs> so I don't have much fixed costs. It's my freaking where yeah. I can sleep right now. If I needed to, I can go pull up a cot right there and sleep if I needed to. You know what I mean? So, uh, so take advantage of digital ads. If you haven't taken, taken advantage of those, now is a great time to start testing your message in your local Facebook community because what, what I'm telling you guys is you're getting more bang for your dollar. There's yeah. less advertisers advertising, which means every dollar you spend now, you're getting just a little bit more than you were before this COVID Rony thing, you know? And so, um, and it could be that way going forward for a while, you know, you know, you have, um, you, you just, you don't know exactly how many businesses can survive. Um, so, but now is the time if you do have a little cash and you want to do some testing, I always like to say testing because, when you're doing ads, it's all a test. You don't know how it's going to work until you see how it works. Like, oh, this shit works. You know, the ad's That's coming good. in. That's this shit's good. good. Fucking let's throw some more money at this thing because it's working. You don't go in and just spend 10 grand just blankly. You know, and then quite often clients think that way. Um, you want to do tests of six, seven days, a week, two days, you know, or a month. And have a fixed budget and then say, okay, this came in okay, it, it was a success. We got more sales. We got more, this, this really resonated or this shit really didn't work. And we need to come up with a new ad, a new idea, 
a new campaign because the faster you can kill a bad idea, the better. Get closer, get closer to that two point six million dollars, uh, six million organic TikTok view. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a matter of time. You know, yeah. and it, it, you, everyone knows that. Um, that has been doing a ton of ads, especially in the industry. But it's the kind of the little untold tale because honestly, Facebook and, and Google do not want you to have super efficient ad campaigns. Think about it; they would rather have you pay the highest cost per thousand, the highest cost per click. And just do it all self-service, right? Because you can just spend a $10,000 out on your own credit card right now if you want. And then they don't know that there's tons of optimizations that you've been missing. And they're not going to tell you, hey, dude, this ad campaign is not working. Stop spending. They'll let you run that shit until you go bankrupt. <laughs> Straight up, dude. And companies do. I mean, and so it's very important to test. I mean, so I've had some experts on my show, the B-Real show. And I mean, some of them will say, you know, we're constantly testing and that's just how you always think about when you're launching a new campaign is this is a test. If it works out good, then we're going to throw more money at it, you know? Cool. And then if it doesn't pull it, turn the message, switch the, the ad campaign and try a new one, you know? And, and that's, that's literally since we've been going, I mean, on the ad side, on the ad side, now on the content side, we can talk about some different stuff if you guys would like. So the quote is, we only know what we know until someone knows better. Mm. Oh, I like that. Dang. <laughs> Dang. I like that. That's what we always have to keep learning, folks. That's a fact. <laughs> life, is, life is full of learning. Never think you know everything. That's a fact. Uh, Any who said it? He's uh, a rapper. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess a little kind of on the activist side but nothing crazy kendrick common no no um commons yeah east coast uh, uh, nah but towards the south like chicago area chicago chance yeah ah, i love that chat i love chance dude say it one more time the quote so we only know what we know until someone knows better we only know what we know until someone knows better. Yeah, that's a fact. Wow. It's like when they say you don't, you sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Right. Right. It's like, <laughs> so know. many people are ignorant and they fucking don't listen to the world, you know, and they don't listen to the people around them right now. You know, it's like, it's so true. It's like, that's the truest quote because, like we said, life is full of learning, guys. No one knows everything. <laughs> if you think you know everything and you think your shit don't stink, well, tomorrow your shit's about to stink, folks, because it's just, that's life, you know? It's just, and then you have to think of it that way. I, I, that's my point of view, at least. You, and I'm always being taught lessons from my, even my daughter, 17 months old. Yeah. The, the youngest to the oldest, my grandma, who's not, in my life is 93 years old, my father, who's 67, and down the line, clients and friends and team members and my wife, and then my daughter, who's 17 months. And dude, I'm learning all the time. So that's the point of life, I think, is, that, is, to, is to embrace the learning and to, yeah. not, to not think that you are some elite person that don't, knows everything or some person that just is, is not willing to listen to others because right now guys as you guys know we all just need to feel and listen to each other a little more okay that's that's my belief no. listen to each other a little more feel each other a little more and truly love and respect each other because we're all going through a 
freaking mess right now that no one wanted. Yeah. No one wants this. No matter where you're at, no matter who you are, no one wants what's going on right now in the world, especially with the Rona and all this crap that's going on. But the point is people just get so caught up in their head, dude. They get so caught up in the bullshit and their minutia of like, oh, I know everything. I know it all. I don't need to listen to some 17-year-old that maybe t- teach me a little tip about what they're feeling at 17 right now going through Rona when I'm 38. And I, when I was in 17, dude, I was turning up, bro. I mean, dude. Mm-hmm. If I was, I was having, I'd be having house parties right now. I was an entrepreneur, man. So I would, I would be spreading this Rona right now because when you're 17, <laughs> yeah. you just don't think that way, you know? I mean, 38 now, it's a little different. But the point is, when you're going through something like now, I just feel for them. So you have to listen. And the biggest thing is, guys, is you do not have to agree, but you have to accept. That's a fact. That's a fact. Accept. You hey, may that's not always your point understand. You may not always understand. And things may not apply to you, but that doesn't mean that they're not like real to someone else. You know what I'm totally. saying? Totally. So, like you, you can't dismiss other people's opinions, mm, feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like what, what they're going through. So like the just more, because yeah. it might not happen to you, like just because you know it may not make sense to you doesn't mean that it's not a real reality for someone else. So a hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. People do this with religion, sports. We've always heard this. Now they're doing it with the Rona. Some guy doesn't want to wear a mask, some guy does want to wear a mask. Hey, just all, we all need to seriously accept uh, each other's point of view. If that guy doesn't want to wear a mask, he's an idiot, in my opinion. (laughs) Personally, just because we all want to get through this shit, right? So it's like, come on, dude, just accept that if you have to go to the store, you got to wear a mask. That's just the policy right now. We don't all want to do this. You got to do it right now. Now, there's certain points. If you're wearing a mask in your car and you're wearing gloves and a a damn, uh, you know, UV ray suit in your car, I don't know, man. I mean, that, I mean, that means like you're scared of your own butt, you know, pretty much is what I feel like. But, but the point is you have to accept that, that that's where that person's at. And you can't judge them because no one wants this shit. I want sports back. I want, I want life back again. No one wants this shit. So accept everyone where they're at. That's my, that's the way I've gotten through everything. That's why I'm getting through this truly. Because I got clients that are Republicans. I got clients that are Democrats on both extremes. I got people, the majority of people, I think, are in the middle of almost every topic. Truthfully, the, if you really think about it, the majority of people just want to live a normal life and go and do work and show up and live and go to have a vacation and be able to maybe spend a little money and do that. That's where the majority of people are. And then you got people on the extremes that want craziness or they want this. And so, yeah, but the point is you have to even accept them. I fucking accept that some of my friends are fucking crazy, dude. They're posting conspiracy shit. Every post on Instagram, I'm seeing the true crazy motherfuckers out there right now. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys are too. And most of us are just like, dude, we just want to get through this, man. Yes, Bill Gates probably did crazy this shit. 5G, all this shit. Oh, this, this, that. We all want to get through the shit somewhere or another and get some toilet paper and wipe our ass and then get to the next day. You know, and so, but so the point is at the end of the day, guys, is that life right now is truly something unique and something to be appreciated. But now is the time to lean in on, focus on you and not give up because a lot of times people right now are giving up, dude. Right now I've been trying to, it's hard to stay motivated, dude, guys. I don't have the gyms out here. It's hard to stay motivated, dude. They've opened and closed the gyms. It's hard to keep yourself motivated. I'm trying to. I just did a 10-minute anabolic alien workout before this podcast. But, dude, it's not the same. Yeah. But so part of it is you have to just say, hey, I'm doing my best. Give yourself a clap on the back for where we're going through. 
Um, but know that there's going to be a brighter journey in this thing. And, and now's the time to lean in. Now's the time to start a podcast, start a YouTube show, get on TikTok, do something, man, because you'll, you'll literally regret it in life if you yeah. never do anything in life, you know? Um, better, it's better to, better to reminisce than to regret. So. Yeah. And my favorite quote, my, my favorite quote, I'll just leave you guys with this right here before we go to the next one is just do you like the Nike symbol, right? They say, just do it. You got to just do you. Cause the more you do for you, the more you can do for others every single time. Definitely. Definitely. Um, before we end off, Edom, do you have any, uh, you know, your take on the quote? Uh, no, nah, I mean, you guys cover a lot. It's just literally, you don't know everything, you know, there's always, and, and no matter what the field is or what you're doing, you know, there's always someone who's better than you for the most part, you know, someone who knows more is better than you. So always, you know, we know what we know until someone knows better. So until yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But so on that note, we'll conclude. Thank you very much, even for that nice quote by Chance the Rapper. So for the last segment, before we wrap up, um, I just want to get off, uh, start off with, uh, let's see. I have three questions. So the first one, let's go with, I don't know, what, what are some tips that you can uh, say if someone, you know, wants to start, say, like a social media, you know, yes. management company or something like that, right? What are maybe like, let's go with like, you know, your top three tips that you can give them, you know, if they want to start now, things they should look out for, slash maybe things that you wish you knew, even though the industry's changed, but so like yes. top three tips you can give to someone who's starting in that industry. So if you're going to get into social media management in an agency like I run, you got to learn customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, shit's always changing. Clients will send you creative and then one day change it. Shit happens all the time. You can't take it personal. Um, you're defending brands that are not your brand. So sometimes they've made mistakes and you haven't, but you have to still represent them. And sometimes that can be tough. Um, that happens with anything in marketing and advertising or life, right? Like you sometimes working with someone, you didn't know fucking they just decided to do that in their business. And all of a sudden, Oh, it's reflecting on you. It doesn't fully reflect on you, but it kind of feels that way. And lastly, this is a tough ass business. If I could get into this business again, I would not. I would get into something different. But at the time when I did in 2009, this was it. And it hasn't changed. I feel grateful every day, guys. I have this uh, post-it note. that's the simplest one. It says, I love my life. It's a very simple post-it note that we could all write for ourselves. And going through all your challenges, you have to tell yourself you love your life and where you're at right now. Um, and so I would say, honest to God, customer service, number one, don't take things personal because they're going to be reflections of changes and, and things happen. Say People say, oh, your content sucks. This idea sucks. I mean, it's going to happen. You create 30 posts, clients are going to tell you, hey, that one's not, not, not right. That one's not right. You can't take it personal. Can't take it personal. Move on. Get another one. Uh, and lastly, know that this is a hard ass job. It's not like other things where you can just put it down. Social media is always on and things are always changing. And so it's like, you always have to be boom, 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 boom. Not only the algorithm, but content's changing. We were just open for restaurants literally a week ago. Gyms were open a week ago. Uh, Now the water parks are all closing. So we're coming up with messages how to say, hey, we're going to be refunding you and this and that and this and that. It's always changing. And so, and it's always been that way. So you have to think of it that way. Um, And then, uh, you know, I also have tips if you're thinking about as a business owner too. So if you want to go on that, I have some good ones for you too, if you'd like. Definitely. So first, I want to cover that customer service because that was actually the yes. follow-up question I was going to ask. 
um, in terms of customer service? Because one thing uh, on your website and one thing I noticed with you um, is that you reply fast to emails, right? Yes. So, um, and it was funny because I wanted to speak about that, and I was talking to my brother the other day, and he was talking about, especially in times like now, like re replying fast to an email, not only does it like, it's like it's probably one of the best things you can do for for your business because it, it builds that trust it builds that relationship he was yes. like yo people just want to be heard people want to feel that like you know when they're talking to a company or to an organization that they're they know like the other person can like somewhat sympathize with them right Absolutely. so i noticed that you have that on your website and even with you you reply back to your re reply back fast to your emails that's something i'm trying to get better at so right. if you could speak about why you do that and the importance of that and how that contributes to customer service. Yeah. I mean, so gmail.com is my most successful social, social network. Social mm -hmm. networking is literally one-to-one -one, guys. It's not necessarily Facebook or my Twitter. that has got 35,000 or whatever. And that's great. Whatever. My most successful one is gmail.com by far, 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 because that's where all the money is happening. That's where the relationships, communication, friends, family, everything. So, checking it is something that's part of my life and you can do it on your mobile device you can do it on your on your computer uh, i'm not spending my whole life in email but i can tell you this what i do is this it's real simple i constantly guys want to find ways to clean up my email right so what i do this is another tac tactic i'll tell you what i do is i just ask questions right so when i get emails i ask questions back that's another vetting thing right i told you i vet people if they're if they're getting back to me I instantly, when I ask the question, I archive the email. So now my inbox is getting less, you know, there's less things. So what I've seen that people that have issues with responding to email is that there's so many damn emails in there. I don't know which one to respond to first. It's so overwhelming to me, at least in my mind. That's why they talk about inbox zero. Um, is that to me, when I have a ton of freaking emails in there, even though it's past stuff and I already know that, like I archive everything. I either tag it with my business which you can put tabs on, 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 on Gmail and get rid of that stuff. Because when you open your inbox, especially your inbox, you want to just be dealing with the hot transactions. You don't want to be thinking about the past shit. And so you can archive all that stuff that you don't need. Um, but the most important thing is just do it now. Dave Meltzer would say that a lot of people will say that get it done right now. I mean, even though it's, it's easier to just say, Oh, I'll get it done later. So much easier to quickly on your freaking phone, dude, on this, phone and the Gmail app, I can literally hammer everything out. I can archive old emails. I can send stuff to spam and I can be sitting there with my daughter watching her color and I'm answering my emails, you know? And so take that time. I think a lot of times what people do is they just think that they need to wait to respond. And what I would say is respond back with another quick question that you have to that person. You can always think of a question. Are you sure it's that time? Just wanted to confirm it's this time. There's a thousand million questions you could ask back to the person that emailed you. And if they respond back to you, you know it seriously. And then now you know you've got the question answered. A lot of times you have questions. Just a quick, simple question. Oh, that sounds good. What's the budget on that? Oh, this, you know. And so if the client gets back to you within an hour or two with the budget, hey, Travis is on it. He's asking me this. I get the details. But what I really did was I just quickly cleaned up my email instead of thinking about it, putting together a plan, all this stuff. Or if the client has a, a proposal to me, I'll say, Hey, well, what are the demographics you think we want to target on this? It's like a nice just, little subtle way of like killing two birds with one stone. You know? Totally dude. Totally. It's, yeah. it's a great way of killing two birds at one stone. And I've just always found that it's the fastest, easiest way to get people that are serious 
to respond back to you. And if someone responds and says, I'm interested in a proposal, I say that and they never get back to me. They're not serious, dude. They're not serious. You're going to waste your time on that proposal. Happens all the time. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm blown away. Sometimes people ask for proposals, ask for different things. We follow up with simple questions. Oh, hey, where's your website? Blah, blah, blah. They don't respond. I'm not going to spend our lives putting together proposals for you and waste my time, you know, team's time if you're not going to even respond back with a simple question. Hey, would you like that in a PDF or Word? That's one of my favorite ones. Hey, would you like that proposal in a PDF or Word document? You'd think that's crazy, but that's a vetted question. And hey, <laughs> which one do you want, man? If you don't respond back to me on that, then you don't want the proposal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I think that's, that's definitely, um, I think that's a skill that, you know, no matter what industry that you, would, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what your business is, right? Whether you're selling, you know, if you're, you're selling clothes, right? If you're, you know, simple podcast trying to get guests and things like that. Right. Um, I think it's definitely um, like a good habit to get into. So like myself, I, I struggle because a lot of times I'm the type of person like, oh yeah, I'll just get to it later. Right. You know? Um, and but, me too, bro. Me too. I swear to God. Yeah. Me so, too, man. Yeah. So like, you know, talking to my brother and he was just like really hammering, like it's, it's, it really makes a difference. Um, Cause he's like, just think about it from the customer's perspective. Like, how many times have you emailed the company about something, and then you just have to know, like wait forever to get a response back? Absolutely. And then we get one back quicker. You you automatically like, oh wow, you know. Um, and so lately, I've been trying to do that, and I've seen the difference. You know, in in, in terms of you know our clothing brand, for example, like um, like we we had a. a uh, a hoodie that sold out really like it sold more than we thought it was going to right so there wow. were delays in trying to you know get it out um right. because it was just like you know we weren't, we weren't expecting that yeah um so then just like people you know people emailing you know updates for the hoodie and when i email back a lot of times i'll get like wow i like thank you for the quick response i didn't think he'd like i didn't think he'd respond back and i'm like all Dude. right like no it's like it really does really, make a difference you know the insane loyalty even if it's just thank you yeah even if it's the simplest shit, the fastest ones, a lot of times if you use Gmail inside the app on Gmail or in the, or on the app on the desktop, they've already got pre-canned responses in there. Yeah, yep. yeah. Hit, hit some of those, man. Just hit some of those responses. <laughs> they work. Every single time. Boom. Thanks. Hey, check you out. Hey, good. You're awesome. Hey. <laughs> uh, you know, you're awesome. Thanks so much. We appreciate yeah. your business. We value it as a customer. Yeah. We're going to get right on that. Let me check into this. Let me talk about that. You know, let me talk to someone about this. Yeah. It's, it's like, it takes two seconds. It's like yeah. the simplest things you could do, but then what it does is it totally builds that. I mean, I have many customers, the same thing you said there, there we're, we're partners now because anytime they send me something, they know I'll respond. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. It's that simple. And I've created, yeah. you know, you know, on one partner alone, 10 figures uh, of business for him, for him. You know, 10, 10, uh, 10 different campaigns, right? 10 different campaigns that are out of this world for my man, for, me, just for this client. And he doesn't have to do anything, bottom line. But the bottom, but most importantly, at the end of the day, as you guys know, he loves me. Every time he sends me an email, I'm right on it. Right on it for this guy. Over the years, the last 11 years, he's gotten so much money. It's insane. <laughs> it's definitely. insane dude this agency is it's it's, it's, it's absolutely and, and his biggest thing is hey travis is right on it for me uh, yeah so that, that helps with that reputation so and you um, don't need google ads for that one folks you just need to be a good person that's a fact 
That's a fact. So um, for our last topic, last question I wanted to ask, um, I want to ask, uh, you kind of briefly mentioned it before, how has, you know, like, I guess the significant impact of the pandemic affected? I know you said a lot of customers, um, you know, some of them, they can't run ads anymore. Their businesses don't yes. work, but that means things are changing, right? You know, or, you, know and you mentioned things are always changing. So I want to know what were some of the biggest impacts um, of, of the pandemic? How are you looking to overcome that? And maybe tips, you know, for people how to, you know, overcome the pandemic, whether it's small businesses um, who need to transition or, you know, businesses and industries. So. Absolutely. I mean, I feel for everyone right now. You know, it has affected us tremendously, just like everyone else. Um, we have customers that we have that are completely out of business. We've got customers that are um, going to be closed this whole year. So like we talked about the water parks, they're closed the whole year. Um, what we've been doing to help is we've been giving them our services for free. Uh, you know, we got a team. And so uh, what we said is, hey, we'll scale down all your ads and we'll just do all the content, creative, moderation to get you through these times, to get you to next year. In fact, in some of these cases, we'll be doing posts for them um, at no cost. Uh, they've been great partners for us for many years. So we're, we're going to just take one on the chin, man. This is going to be a very tough year. Um, trying to figure out ways to stay lean, keep the finances uh, at check. You know, that's one of the most important things you can do in your life is audit your time and your money, folks. Audit your time and your money. It's like literally the most important thing you can do for yourself. Where am I spending my time? Where am I spending my money? Can I make some changes there? Uh, constantly doing that. So constantly doing that for the business. Um, but we're also growing. You know, we have new, a lot of new opportunities. Our white label partnerships are, are kind of our bread and butter. That's where another partner in a different area usually, um, say it's Atlanta or say it's you know New York or Miami or wherever. It, it could be anywhere. They have customers. And when I was talking to a lady. Uh, she's starting an agency in Atlanta. And basically, she doesn't have a team. She doesn't want to want to have a team. So all I told her is this is simple. When someone wants to have social, you just email me, hey, this is the client. This is what they want to do. And we do everything. We create the proposals for them. We, we make it very turnkey for them. And then they mark it up, obviously, and make a commission on us. And so thank God that we have had some more people like, you know, leaning in and maybe agencies that were um, having to let staff go, maybe, you know. And so they've gotten a little smarter with their money. Um, but dude, this is a tough time for everybody, man. I will not, I will not sugarcoat this shit. I mean, it is, it is tough for everybody. I'm grateful to have a business that is uh, able to work online, able to work on Zoom, help a lot of customers. Um, so we're still, we're still cracking, man. You know, that's the blessing, and, and we're not at zero. You know, I always say that every day. You know, you're not at zero, um, and we've got a business that's validated in that. Some of these customers are just out of business, dude. I mean, how could I physically charge them? I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like, dude, you still are winning, dude. You, you just, you didn't expect the Rona. They didn't either. I mean, their business is gone. I mean, my business, at least at 60, 70%, their business is at zero. And, and it may never come back. I'm 38 in the driver's seat still. You know, I've created financial freedom for our family as well as for our business where we can handle all this. We can get through this and we're having to make changes. Let's just be real. I mean, I'm having tough calls all the time with vendors and, and trying to get money because people are not paying dude. So it's, 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 it's a challenge, bro. I mean, it's, it's, there's no sugarcoating. It is definitely um, something that we're going to all remember. 2020 is going to be one to remember, man. Ever since Kobe, man, um, it's just been the craziest year since Kobe. I remember making eggs on the pro bowl, getting ready for things, watching the pro bowl. I was like, fuck, I love the pro bowl making eggs and my wife comes down she says Kobe Kobe's went down I'm like oh my god and then since this since then 
we're making the best out of it, guys. We're making lemonade. We're selling lemonade over here, but we're taking these lemons and, and, and we're going to really remember them. Um, these are going to be times to be cherished too, because we're all getting a little more time with our family and friends and maybe some reset of what's important in our lives and, and remembering uh, that life itself is just the most important thing. And, and the consumerism and the glitz and the glam and some of that shit can all go away real quick as we're experiencing right now with not having our sports and all our concerts and, you know, all this shit that we, we get used to, um, to distract us from our, our lives. And so, Now's the time to start reading. Now's the time to start meditating. Now's the time to start exercising. Now's the time to start doing anything, making music, running a podcast, whatever, you know, now's just the time. Um, because we're going to get out of this and we're going to remember, Oh shit, we're going to, we're not going to have that time anymore. And, and then the next thing you know, we're going to be at the concerts and everything's going to be back to normal. And now we're going to forget all this never, ever forget happened. all this mm-hmm. shit ever happened, you know? And, uh, and, and that, and if you did lean in right now, is the time to be like, damn, I really did step up, you know, yeah. for my family, for my friends. And I tell my brother this week, that's the one thing, guys, that no one can control. No one can control what a great friend, family member, brother, sister, uncle that you are to the world. No one can control that. And no matter what you think about the media or the news, the government, no one can control that you, what you did today as a great human being. So be a great person. Yeah. Be a great dad. I'm, that's what I try to do. I'm gonna wake up in a few hours. My, my daughter's gonna wake up, and I'm gonna just be a great dad. You know, so that's that's the deal, man. And uh, but I just love you guys, man. I think that I love what you guys represent, and that everybody eats because, like my boy Zeke, <sighs> everybody eats, baby. Everybody. everybody. The world is full of abundance, folks. Never forget the glass. Yeah. Glass. The glass has got more water to be filled into it. Okay. And we got a ton of water out there in the world. My man, Jeff Bezos is making $11 million per hour right now. Okay. Just do the math. $11 million per hour. The owner of Amazon is making the world is full of abundance. Definitely. Definitely. So on that note, Eden, do you have any final remarks? Anything you want to send us off with? I just want to thank you for being here and give us all the positivity and the tips you've been given. And I guess. Absolutely guys. That's it. All right. So on that note, thank you very much. Very thank you very much, Travis Huff. How can people find you? How can people find you on social media? Um, find out about your company. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you can check me out. Two tall and two. T A L L I N. That is my my hip hop rap name uh, that I have stuck to because I'm six foot eight, guys. Or Travis Huff, aka Two Tall. Uh, and and check out the business. Realtimeoutsource.com. I would love for you guys to help out. Um, we have a, a thing in there. If you go. Realtimeoutsource.com slash be real. We will audit your social media and, uh, and give you a very insightful report using our uh, intelligence software to, uh, you know, see where you're at, see who's mentioning you, see what they're talking about. And, and we'll do it for free, man. So no credit cards needed. Just put in your business name. And we've done, I don't know, 50, 60 of these already this year. Um, and it's really helpful. I like right now is the time to help, you know, so we, we would love to help. And, uh, and thank you guys again for what you guys are doing for the world, man. And never forget guys. Everybody eats. Ah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So see you guys next week.